You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kay, you wild pregnant, son. <laughs> really? Wild pregnant. I'm wild pregnant. However... That first trimester, though, hits different, different the fourth time around. Deadass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. So you got a story time for us? Because we have time. lots of stories, guys. We got mad stories. I feel like this season is going to be loaded with just mad stories. Yes. Because we kind of felt like we should just 
you know, we do random topics in the past seasons, mm -hmm. cover different things, mm -hmm. but we mm -hmm. kind of feel like we wanted to bring y'all on this journey with us. Yes. You know, last baby. Yes. The last of the Ellis the clan. The last of the Mohicans. I am saying this. We are done. On the record. Done. I feel like we've said this before, though, but this time, like I said, the four time is different. So that being said. Um, we got stories that we want to kind of just tell and share in the process and the journey. Yes. I feel like, you know, having children and pregnancy are always going to be hot button topics because there's always yes. babies being born and people always out there Absolutely. getting it on, loving on each other and in each other. So that being said, story time. We're in this new home that we purchased for our kids, of course. And Kadeen lets me know that she's pregnant. So now that we know that we're having another child, of course, Kadeen wants to know right away if we're having a boy or a girl. <laughs> and at this point, y'all know now, we got four kings coming, baby. Four kings, baby. That's ah. <laughs> I'm a king maker. King baker. She's a king baker. Y'all already you know, know what it is. You know. But at the time, we My didn't babies. know we were having And uh, Kadeen had got this, this little thing called um sneak peek sneak peek where they say 99 percent of the time they're right mm -hmm. you know and it's mean? an at home, at home gender test there you go so this is something that i just happened to hear about through another person that i know that used it yes. and it was right for her so i'm like all right. right you know and at this point in time i just i couldn't wait like normally right. i'm the one that likes the surprise but she couldn't this wait. time i was like i need to know like now so now this yeah. was this was around how many weeks was this? Uh, I want to say it was around ten weeks. It's around ten weeks. So yeah, <clears throat> with the ten week mark, she's right in the middle of the the nausea part of it. Oh yeah. So, you know, just so you guys know, the first six weeks of pregnancy, there's not much nausea as your body's starting to make the changes. But once you get to six, from six to twelve, Kadeen mm -hmm. is already like That's shut me. down. Yeah. So this is week ten. She's in the middle of nausea, so she's not eating. She's you know feeling all kind of funny and stuff. And we were still, you know, being intimate. This was this was our thing. We still attempting, to, attempting be, to be right. I was fake. So, so Kadeen goes, <laughs> yo, babe, all right, I got you tonight. I'm going to make sure you're good. I'm going to take care of you. But before I do that, I'm going to take this test, this sneak mm -hmm. peek test. Now, in the sneak peek test, you can't have no testosterone, extra testosterone around you at all. No. I'm not supposed to be in the room. No. Nope. I'm not supposed to be anywhere so that she can take the test. What she has to do is prick her finger. Put the blood drops into the little vial. She closed it up, sent it off, mail it in. Boom, she gets the results back. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I go in the room. I'm butt naked, laying <laughs> on the bed, waiting for my wife to come out because mm -hmm. she said she got me. Mm -hmm. After about, say, 17 minutes, all I hear out the bathroom is, babe, babe. And I'm like, why is I she I love how I sound like a wounded goat. Every time. And that's how she called me, babe. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God, what's wrong with this woman? So I go in the bathroom, and she's like, okay, okay, okay. Stand back, stand back, because you can't be around none of the products. So I'm standing back, but I'm like, what do you want? I'm naked. She naked, right? <laughs> so she's in the mirror, and she, she has the needle, right? And she got a rubber band around her finger so she can get the blood out of her finger. I said, genius. You got to take the tourniquet off so that the blood will flow. <laughs> so she's like, because there's no blood coming. There's no blood coming. So I thought I had to stick my finger again. She's, thinking, she's, sticking her, she's stabbing the shit out of her finger and ain't no blood coming out. <laughs> then she takes the rubber band off and like one little tiny little speck <laughs> of blood starts to come out. So now I'm standing behind her and she's just like, whew. Starting to feel hot. She's like, she's feeling I'm hot. So overheating. I'm not supposed to be next to her. I walk up behind her. 
And she kind of puts her head back on my chest, right? And I'm Try looking at this. Trying to keep my hand all the way One little away. blood drop. One little blood drop from her finger is like falling, <laughs> falling, falling. She's like, Whoo. So finally, she took the one little blood drop, put it in the vial, and she goes, whoo. And I said, Kaneen, are you serious? That was one drop of blood. <laughs> I'm queasy. So then I, I'm looking at her, and all I feel her is go limp. Kadeen done passed out in my arms, <laughs> naked, but her left hand is still in the air because she don't want me or the blood to get anywhere near me, right? So I'm like, Kadeen, right. Kadeen. So she's like, she's like, huh, huh? She wakes up, right? And I'm like, you okay? And she goes, yeah, yeah. Passes out again, <laughs> right? So Dude. now I'm naked, she naked. I'm sliding her because I got her in my arms. Her finger's still up in the air, though. I'm sliding her A to mess, the bed, y'all. right? I, I throw her on the bed. I'm on medium because my, my dick is running down her back. She naked. I'm still trying to get some, <laughs> right? She's laying in the bed with her finger in the air. And she's just like, I'm, I'm just fine. I'm fine. I just it was, it I was need some water. I need much, some water. Guys, so I'm like, you're all of this to find out what we having. She sits there with her finger up in the air for about seven minutes. Then we got this mattress, the, the mattress you made me buy mm-hmm. with the remote. So I sit her up in the mattress, right? So now she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So she come up. Kicks her feet off the side. She walks back in there. I walk with her. And then she sticks her finger in the thing. Gets the little bit of blood out. Closes it. I, it was a mess, y'all. We ain't getting... We ain't getting... There was no no chitty chitty bang bang that night. She no. She went to sleep, right? Yes. And then about how long? It was about six days? Um, No, I think I did the rapid one. So it was like three oh, days. Three days. She's like, I got an email from them, right? Mm-hmm. The email opens up and it says that it's a boy. The first thing she does is look at me and go... You wasn't supposed to even be in the bathroom. <laughs> now you messed up the whole test. I was like the whole test. I don't even believe it. It's contaminated. And she got pissed at me. Yeah, sure did. And I'm just sitting there like, and you would have you would have passed out and banged <laughs> your head on the floor. But all you care about is me contaminating the test. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, that serves me right. My dumb ass should have just waited for the blood test that week because I got it done in ten weeks anyway. Because you know I'm over thirty five now, and they claim that that's like a older pregnancy. So, but. She blamed me. This, and, and the funny thing is, the microcosm of this whole story is no matter what goes on with her life, from the moment she finds out she's pregnant until she gives birth, is my fault. That's a fact. <laughs> that is the whole I'll moral dead ass to that. of the story. I'm going to dedicate this song to my baby. You better do all the singing, because listen. I know you ain't going to do nothing, huh? I don't got no energy, you pregnant, no huh? You're going to remind me every it, single day how pregnant she day. is. Every day. Like, I don't know. Every hour, every minute. All right. Every Let me second. give you this intro. So many things I gotta tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how. Cause there's a possibility that you'd look at me differently, love. This is a good song. Ever since the first moment I spoke your name. Tell him. Cause in on I knew. That by you being in my life, things were destined to change. Cause love. You better sing. Look at you. I don't know the rest of it. All right, great. That but was I, awesome. But though. I know I love you, though. I, that's a fact. I know I'll be I doing this it. for a fourth time. Vice, 
versa. I love you. I would say that we have definitely you. been loving on each other. Yes. Deval's been loving in me. Clearly. <laughs> now, Clearly. Loving on the outside. Clearly. I feel like there's no polite way to sit now, y'all. I'm sorry. So... <laughs> I, let me, should I position? You can't this cross your legs. legs? Yeah, but at the ankles though, because I'm not. I can't quite. You, know, you the good. Belly, you pregnant, man. Don't nobody care. The belly's kind of judging my over. wife pregnant for the fourth time, man. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> All right, so we're fir talking first trimester. First trimester, yes. trimester is technically like that first thirteen weeks, according to like the timeline of pregnancy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um. And it's funny because I see here Triple put in that it's the sneakiest of them all. It really is because it's kind of like some people know they're pregnant, some people don't. And then mm -hmm. some people have these sicknesses and then some people don't. So um, it's a time when you you kind of, you're not going to look pregnant. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you have that moment where you kind of look like you might have gained a little weight. You look a little bloated. So it's like your body is going through all these changes. You're not really saying to anyone yet. You may not have announced it to people that mm -hmm. you're pregnant, but there's so many different changes that you're feeling. So your body's flooded with hormones and there's like a gamut of symptoms that start to kick in once that rise in hormone level hits and you and your partner be looking at each other like, so what do we do now? Because I definitely had his moments. So when you think about it. I didn't have no moments. I knew what to expect. Yo, well, this time, yes. But I not, am a vet in the game. Now, bro. but think about in the like the first time around. The first time around, you were really just like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, the first time I didn't know what to expect. Exactly. And it's important that people know that. Right. Not knowing what to expect doesn't mean that you're a bad partner. No, of course not. You know what I'm saying? It's and just a like lot of people, it's uncharted territory right, for some people. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with the, with the body, the first signs of pregnancy, you have swollen, tender breasts. You know, Ooh. nobody really shies away from that, though. <laughs> we welcome the boobs. <laughs> um, nausea with or without vomiting, increased urination, food cravings and aversion, constipation. You dealt with that, too. I, I don't want to put your business this out time around. Well, I mean, you after last season when our episode with Kid, Kid Fury. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all yeah. were introduced to my bowels in a very, very strange way. So um, it, hey, I, I owned it. It happened. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm referring to, you got to go back go to back our to Kid, Kid Fury episode. Oh, season five. Season, season five. five. Yeah, see? Baby brain. That's another thing that happens all throughout pregnancy. Um, and then your emotions. Everything is all over the place. You know, prenatal care is now something that you have to actively seek. And there's just so many things that are happening and when you think about it okay the baby's growth during the first trimester mm. let me tell you what my body does on a day-to-day -day basis we're over here making bones okay <laughs> my body's making bones uh my body's making hair nails skin a whole digestive system wow sense of touch eyesight a heart. Let me ask a question. A brain. And my I, favorite. Tom, hold on. Can I just ask a question before you Real finish? Quick. They be like a baby can see color in the third week, right? How they know? <laughs> they didn't ask babies when you was in utero. When you was in there, when when did you start seeing color? Right. How they know? We've polled a hundred babies, a <laughs> hundred fetuses. Some of them be baby. These things about doctors be lying. Son. But you know what's the most impressive part for me, y'all? I have to say now that we know that we're having another boy, we have yes. four whole kings. Yes. My body makes penises. You be How so about excited. that? You be so excited that, about that is my superpower. Unless somebody asks me what's my superpower, I make penises. Like, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Please don't go around to the kids' schools and telling the kids what you do is your superpower. Please. My superpower is that I make penises, and that's just what it is. Oh, my God. You know? So, um, you know, we're talking about how to kind of help your partner through that first trimester, all that good stuff. Um, 
There's so many different things. There's so many different ways. The first thing is that the emotions is real. Like, yeah. like dudes, when she's acting, like, Kadeen, I remember when I first came home, we were living in the apartment. It was the first trimester with Jackson. Mm-hmm. She opened the door. I came back late from the gym. And um, she was like, hey, babe. And I was like, what's up? What's up? You know, she's like, nothing. She's like, um, you hungry? I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. She said, what you want? I was like, I'll take a sandwich. She was like, <laughs> And I was like, what are you crying for? The coin race car cry. I don't know. You want a sandwich? And I was like, oh, gosh. (laughs) This is what I'm in store for? That was the first trimester. But you did what we said you should do. Stay calm. You were calm. I did stay calm because I didn't know what to expect. (laughs) You were calm. And then, see, see, start cooking. Some people start cooking because the sense of smell makes pregnant women feel sick. Um, Encourage healthy life choices. Make sure that I'm I'm healthy, I'm walking, and I'm working out. So it's a support for me, guys. That's honestly what it is in that first trimester, for sure. You look like you're waiting for this this segment, the meat of the show. Yes, this is this is the meat of the show. The you, meat of the show. You have a lot of experience with meat, That's don't you? That's a fact, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. So um, I have some questions for my wife mm-hmm. since we're going to do this. We do this podcast. You mm-hmm. know, we like to read each other publicly. You wanted to have another baby, right? You yes. wanted to get pregnant, right? We agreed to this we collectively. Agreed. We collectively, the two of to us. It. it was your idea. It was, he- it was heavy on the the devout influence. Okay, okay, the, okay. I'll, we can I'll admit that. that. Yes, we can. But admit that. it was kind of like, all right, I had, I can entertain the idea, and I did. And so here you, we are. But so my question is, mm-hmm. which I know a lot of men have mm-hmm. for their wives or mothers of the children, mm-hmm. why do y'all blame us after the fact? <laughs> like y'all did not contribute to what's happening. Why y'all act like y'all was shocked, shocked and surprised, had no clue what's happening, and now it's just all our fault? Why is, is that? That's super easy for you to say when you just completely remain normal and at bay the entire time. You guys have no idea what happens to the body for that entire nine, well, technically 10-month period, and then postpartum. Blame Eve. Eve made Adam eat the apple. <laughs> And anyway. that's why y'all got to deal with pregnancy and labor. God told you, anyway. leave, leave the apple alone. But no, no. <laughs> anyway, so I think anybody, of course, naturally, the idea of like bringing life into this world and having a baby is a joyous occasion, right? Mm-hmm. But when it starts to hit, you know, the symptoms, the morning sickness, the fatigue, the nausea, no, no, like talk everything, about the first all of that stuff just ex- is explain. just... Explain to the male listeners who may not know, because mm-hmm. I know I've watched you go through it four times. Mm-hmm. What is the first trimester of pregnancy like? I would say, I mean, of course, everyone's experience is different. So I'll throw that out there first. Because so, some women say they experience nothing and they're perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Some people don't even know that they're pregnant in the entire first trimester and then completely find mm-hmm. out after the fact. Um, whereas with me, for example, I just know instantly. Like the minute I find out I'm pregnant, I'm like, oh, yeah. And part of me thought, like, is it mental? Like, oh, just because you know you're pregnant, you're right. trying to, like, you right. know, mentally. It's like, oh, my God, am I sick? No, because, you know, you have, you know... Uh, COVID, for example, it's like, right. oh, God, I'm starting to feel all the symptoms right, right, because right. I was exposed or whatever. But no, it's um, it's one of those things that is almost like an immediate change to your body. So that first trimester is the most important, especially for this growing mm-hmm. person, because they're all of the different cells and all of the different like this is the most Mm -hmm. vital point in the pregnancy because everything is forming so your body is Mm -hmm. literally working on overdrive Mm -hmm. and then you still have Mm -hmm. to continue to conduct life as if 
nothing's happening because it's not like you're ill or have a condition per se, but this is just part of the process. And, and, and not for nothing, this is where I think being a responsible, respectable partner comes to play as a husband, right? Because I already know how the first trimesters hit you. Mm -hmm. So I made it very clear to everyone around, Mimi, the boys, even myself, during that first trimester, you're going to sleep a lot. Mm -hmm. You're going to be nauseous. You're not going to be hungry. Mm -hmm. We gave you space. Mm -hmm. Can you can you at least no, attest to that? No, you absolutely that, did. And it's I kind think of it's like, only fair for us to do that. We gave you space. No, you know? that, I, that was appreciated because also, too, having to deal with that, you also have to be, at least I know, I try to be aware of the fact that I still have my husband. I still have my three boys. I still have my mom who are all coexisting with me in this house. Right. So there are times when I notice I don't. I know I'll be better off for everyone if I'm just off to the side to myself. And then I had moments of guilt where I felt like, damn, I can't even like mom right now the way I yeah. want a mom with three boys because I just literally physically can't. It's like it's a physical thing where your mean, body just can't do but for certain you, things. It only lasts for six weeks. Like that that nausea, super fatigue lasts yeah. from six I to twelve. I would say six six to eight weeks. So the minute yeah. you get to week 12 and that yeah. second trimester is when you feel like you're normal. Then you, then you, you come right. back to, yeah, it's almost like you come back to life and it's one of those things where I literally go to sleep mm -hmm. and then wake up the next morning and I'm perfectly fine. Right. I know some women who have that the entire right. pregnancy. Right. Right. I mean, the vomiting, the nausea. And just imagine, imagine the feeling of you know, you're having a stomach ache. This is how I kind of relate it to guys. You have a stomach ache. You're like, man, I have that feeling like I want to throw mm -hmm. up. I'm just nauseous. Mm -hmm. You go, you throw up. You feel better, like, wow, I right. needed that. I needed to get it out of my system, whatever it was, and now I'm back to normal. Morning sickness is I throw up violently. Usually. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, violently. It'll be late at night, right? I'll be laying in the bed, right? And I just hear like, and I'm like, baby, you all right? Yeah. And there's nothing I can do. Violently, okay? It's so bad. You do that. And then you're still sick. Like you're still nauseous. Yeah, there's no lot. release. There's that's no reprieve. There's just no, nothing. It's just back to it. It was to the point where this time around, I was literally walking around the house dry heaving, like <laughs> like <laughs> out was. of nowhere, just gagging. And I'm just like, oh, that's just it. I, I couldn't all, even make food. All the boys, you would be walking down the hall and all the boys would just be looking at me the whole time like, <laughs> did you see that? And I'd be like, yeah, it's just... It'll be over. It'll be over. Sure. Just give her, give her a couple weeks. Yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah. But all the boys just like, yo, something. And mommy is like a demon right now. No. Hey, that's another thing too. Let me just let all of my brothers know. Because I get a lot of phone calls from my friends who are first time dads. Um, even people on social media will hit me up and be like, bro, my wife is just not the same person right now. Like, mm -hmm. what is going they be on? They're under stress. They ask, they're asking me, like, is she is she faking? Do you think she's putting on? And I, I honestly be telling dudes, mm -mm. like, bro, mm -mm. bro, she is going through. Can you imagine just being sick for weeks at a time and being tired but still trying to be regular? Right, just conduct regular it's frustrating. business. Still having to it's work. It's frustrating. Still having to be a mom. Still having to be a wife. Like, yeah, it's definitely frustrating. So, But you can help, you can help your wife or significant other get through those by being what I call obnoxiously nice, right? I was talking to, to Triple about this, right? I knew from the moment you got pregnant that there was going to come a point where you would just, you know, start to get into that pregnancy mode. Right. Well, I think and you even knew prior to that because let's be honest, mm -hmm. there was a big discussion that was had before I even entertained the idea of having another child because I said to Val, 
you know what it's like when I'm pregnant. I do know. You understand what it is. You've, what what is it? You've been there. It's a roller. It's a whole ass roller coaster. Bitch. Bitch. You would you would you not say that? Be honest with yourself. Why I don't think that's it. I think I'm just trying to cope and deal with my situation the best way I can. You don't think you'd be a little bitchy though? I, no, I don't think I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's bitchy. You're still pregnant, so I'm gonna just say okay. Anyway, like I'm saying, <laughs> so he knew what came with the territory is what I I'm did. trying to say. So I literally said to him, and this was a serious conversation. I was like, "Dude, Deval, you understand what it's like when I'm pregnant, particularly the first trimester and the third. Those are the hardest for us." I, I, I don't do. want to have arguments about sex. I don't want to have arguments about anything because you know what we're about to embark on. But this, this, and this so is my point. So that's just what it is. But this is we my point. We don't complain though. about it because we're here because you understood this was going to come with the territory. And I, and I haven't complained about it. I, I, I have mean, not I complained mean, about it. You I've, had you had one or two or three moments, you know, in the past moments. seven months. You've been so pregnant you've been for right. seven months and I've had three moments. You've had three Here's moments. Here's another point, just gentlemen. You know. I'm going to point this out. You could kiss your wife's ass, literally, for seven months. Let there be one day where you remind her that she didn't do something. It's because you ain't been pregnant for seven months and you don't know what I go through and I've been nauseous for the first three months. That's a fact. It's going to happen. But that, to me, is where, and I'm not saying that it's not justified, but that's where... The bitchiness comes from. But I don't even think it's an ass-kissing thing that necessarily needs to happen. It that's is, not, though. No, not necessarily, because I don't think that's what we need in that moment. Sometimes, A, like I said, we just need space. We need grace. We need a little understanding. Sometimes we need to be left alone. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be an ass-kissing thing, because sometimes I don't even care if I don't see you for the day. I'm in my corner. She's Let me saying, hold my she's corner. Saying, she's saying he be the one coming now. to look for me like, you she's didn't saying, come sit next to me today. I'm because like, I know if, I, if, I didn't if I'm going like for too long. Next to nobody. Because I know if I'm gone for too long, then you start to be get all, I, I, I wasn't a good wife today and I, I can't even mom and you get guilty. And one thing is I understand this and I'm not saying that it's not valid. I'm not saying it's not valid. The simple fact that you're the one that has to go through physical illness. You're the one that has to go through fatigue. I understand that. That's why it's my job as the husband to make sure that I'm over the top with making sure that you're okay. Well, no. You get that you positive admiration. You are very attentive, and admiration. I appreciate that. Yes. Right, but, but I have to make sure that I always affirm you mm -hmm. every single day mm -hmm. to make sure that you know that I understand what you're going through. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, is that even in those seven months, the one or two or three times that I had to be like, hey, babe, did you realize that you didn't do this? It was like World War Three, like like you was like same way you got that face because you wasn't trying to hear it. See how she's not trying to hear it, and and the only reason why I'm bringing this up, fellas, is so that when your girl or your wife does this to you, don't feel like it's just your girl or your wife. It's not. They're not gonna care. She's not gonna care what you didn't get or what you needed in that moment while she's carrying a baby. She's emotional, hot, and sick. She's not. I understand that. That's why when we have our little debates or I tell you how I feel and you don't care and you get pissed, I don't care. I don't, I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm going to just give you your time mm -hmm. and let you come back. But one thing I'm not going to do is argue and go back and forth with you when, <laughs> when it comes to some of these things. I'm going to let you vent because I know, you know what it is, Val? I know what it is half the time. What is it? You miss me. I do miss my wife. Like, you miss, he misses me. Kadeen minus the belly. I mean, what's your favorite Kadeen? High drunk Kadeen. Okay. And those are two things that I can't partake in. 
we're in this state. Dead ass. So I, I understand that you <laughs> miss me. And it's okay. And a lot of times I'll have to be like, you know what, babe? They're there. Bring it in. I know you miss me. I miss you too. Kadeen, if you want me to be apologetic about missing my wife, the person I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with for for nine to ten months, I'm not going to be apologetic oh, no, about that. No apologies no, necessary. I miss my wife. I appreciate that too. Right. Because here we are, just about 19 years. It's almost 19 years. Almost 19 years. 19 years in. And you still like want to rock with me. And I appreciate exactly. that. And then I, in turn, sometimes feel bad. Like, damn, I can't even be what you need me to be in this See, moment. See, but that's... but that's and so that's, that's where, the debate. And that's, that's where that's the issue. there's no debate here. And that's what I want young men or men who, have, who are having babies for the first time to understand that this does not last. Like... The, the arguing, the not seeing eye to eye, the hormones, the emotions, that all this stuff does not last. It stops. It stops. Like, mm-hmm. and first trimester for those first 12 weeks is going to be high. Mm-hmm. Once you get to the second trimester, for the most part, some people's uh, pregnancies are different. You, for, for one, go back to normal as if you're almost not pregnant. Yes. That's a fact. So for those three months in between, it was we like... We be having fun. We be having wild... We be, be nice. Yeah. It be real, real good. And then when... And we're going to talk about this later on when we get to the third trimester. It goes back because that's when you're at your mo- your highest. Like yeah. the emotions are really there. But I think that it's important for young men and young women mm-hmm. to understand that these emotions you feeling with your significant other that... um, And I don't want to say that resentment, but that feeling like she, he or she is not how they used to be. Mm-hmm. She's changing too much. He doesn't, that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I it's think it's important for, for people sure. to know that. And it doesn't stop because then once the baby nah. comes, there's like the fourth trimester that yes. a lot of people don't talk about. People don't talk about that. The postpartum part. And you know, and we just, are going to do a, a podcast change. about the fourth trimester. Yes. We do plan on doing it because that one in particular really, a lot of marriages change a lot of people for a loop. during the fourth trimester because they don't expect it. They yeah. expect when the baby comes that everything goes back to normal, but there's so much more that goes into it. Mm-hmm. But um, I do have a, another question for you mm-hmm. about the first trimester. Mm-hmm. If you had to rate the trimesters from good to bad, mm-hmm. would the first trimester be the worst or the second worst? Because I know the second is the, the best one. Mm-hmm. Is that th- Which one is worse, the first or the third trimester? I think for me it's the first first is like that that's the worst for me at least because okay. even though it's like you know i don't have a belly per se or my hips aren't aching yet and mm-hmm. i'm not getting that pubic bone pressure and all that i think the first is the worst for me just because of like that that nausea sickness fatigue that i get like i literally feel like i'm a zombie like i cannot function mm-hmm. um i just want to be locked away i even said to you in jest but like for real though, like ship me to like Jamaica for two months. <laughs> that first trimester, let me go. Let me go away. Let me go to the island. Send me to St. Vincent. Send me somewhere for those first three months. So that way I can just like be to myself, not make anybody else miserable because I feel miserable in that moment. There's no way like, you, that would work for there, you. Th- it wouldn't work for you why because not? then you would you would feel guilt like I was away from my family and you. Well, yeah, that's because true. you you always say that you you yeah. feel like in that first trimester, and a lot of this is emotions mm-hmm. because. Those hormones are kicking in. Mm-hmm. She cries for everything. You know, yeah. everything makes her over the top. You often feel like because you can't do the things that are that I'm accustomed to doing for, for you guys. Yeah, you feel like you're failing. Us. That's true because I wouldn't want to be um, so away from you guys. So it's trying to find the happy medium. Like question. for example, still trying to cook for the family and having severe <laughs> aversions to any smell while making fettuccine. Remember that I was, shrimp fettuccine. Yep, I was trying. To, 
trying to make dinner for the kids. You know, they wanted shrimp, fettuccine, alfredo, whatever. So in making it, literally midway through, it's like the smell of the garlic hit. And I'm like running to the bathroom. One time I, I missed it and poor Jackson, <laughs> poor Jackson had to help me clean up like vomit. All three boys were like looking at me like, they're like, I don't we know don't what want... that is, but I don't want that no more. <laughs> we don't want fettuccine alfredo anymore. No. Well, here's here's the thing too. I want to ask you what what would you say guys can do to help their partner mm-hmm. go through the first trimester? What 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 could you say would be? Um, I would say if you can re- just figure out like it's almost like a get in where you fit in situation. That's what got us in this uh, situation. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Um, but no, literally, like, where can you be of help? Where can you be of assistance? Where can you take off a load where that's one less thing to have to worry about? For example, like with you, you know that sleep is very important to me at that mm-hmm. point in time. So sometimes you're like, all right, guys, even if if mommy falls asleep, we're going to have a movie night with the kids mm-hmm. and they'll at least be near. We can cuddle. Mm-hmm. Mommy's going to be asleep, but at least mm-hmm. it's something that makes me still feel like, all right, I'm a part of the family, engaging yeah, 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 in some time. Because yeah, yeah. you or don't want to be isolated. As no, much as you say, like, leave me alone, you don't yeah, ever want to be isolated. I don't want to be isolated from you and I the got kids. You. Like, so just figure out where you fit in, where you, where there's a deficit, and see how you can just make it that much easier. Like, There's just so much for a level of understanding that you can't quite understand because you will never be able to walk in our shoes and, and mm-hmm. actually carry a child. But mm-hmm. I think if you have that level of understanding and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to let her rock because I just mm. don't quite understand and it's uncharted territory for me, but clearly something's happening here because mm. there's a major change happening. Mm. You know, I think if you allow that grace, mm. you know, that would be probably the biggest thing, mm. the biggest thing to help mm-hmm. as a guy, mm. you know, when you have someone that's having your baby. So y'all want to know how I got through this fourth pregnancy? Yeah, because you was asking me mad questions. I was about to ask you. I well, was first of because all, because I wanted to hear a woman's perspective. I agree, and I think that's very important, especially yeah. for guys that are listening and stuff. You know, because we have a mixed audience, so mm-hmm. it's definitely important to hear that and my perspective. Um, but for you, mm-hmm. um, you know, you were definitely gung ho about having a fourth child, yes. knowing fully what was going to be, yes, you know, a part of that. So that being said, you mm-hmm. felt like it was still worth it. To absolutely to have another baby absolutely why yes. is that um because I know pregnancy doesn't last forever and I also like I'm a vet now mm-hmm. this is our fourth pregnancy I've learned to and this is important young men and young women to understand this go into pregnancy with no expectations do not expect the child's mother to be able to do any of the things that she typically does on a daily basis because you don't know how she's gonna feel. You don't know if she's going to be nauseous, fatigued, irritable. And if you go into these situations expecting that, well, she'll still be able to do this, Mm -hmm. that's how you'll get disappointed Mm -hmm. because you don't know what to expect. As long as you go into pregnancy knowing that, hey, I made this choice to create a life with this woman and don't put any expectations on her, you can't be disappointed. And when you're not disappointed, you're able to wake up every day and be excited about what the day is to come because mm-hmm. now you know that you know this is what I'm I'm ready for. Right. On top of that, be prepared to, like you said, get in where you fit in. No, take over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that I typically don't take care of and don't handle. That during that first trimester, I just took over from her because I didn't want her to struggle trying to do it and not do it well and then feel bad about it. Um, Kadeen has, she, she gets very guilty and she feels like if she can't do stuff to 
the hundred percent that she's not good at all at doing anything. And she also feels like if she does something wrong one time, she's never done it ever right before. So, and you have to understand that coupled that mentality with the fact that she's emotional and hormonal, That's, it can be depressing. No control over that. It can be, yeah. it can be depressing no for control. a young lady. So you have to know that this is what I'm, I'm signing up for. And it, and that's the man part of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't get an escape. From the time you get you become pregnant, you have no escape from that until the baby. And there's only one exit. There's only one. Exit. So <laughs> the only way the baby coming out is through there. Yeah, I've been having some anxiety you know? lately because I was like, listen, Deval. Like, I have moments it just hits me randomly throughout these seven months so far. I think it's as my belly grows and the baby's growing mm -hmm. and I'm seeing like there's a whole ass human being in there. There's only one way out. Yes. And that gives me severe anxiety because I was like, wait a second, I have to. Then I start to get flashbacks of like labor and birth and all that. And that's a whole nother thing. Like I was literally crying the other day because I was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this again. And there's one way out. And as a man, <laughs> and as a man, I never have to experience that, which is why it's, you have to maturity and experience teaches you how to deal with all of these other things because I don't got to deal with that. That's a fact. But DeVal has his moments, y'all, where he not really that mature. Oh, I'm not going like, to lie. I, I, DeVal, those three times? DeVal wants to hit me in the gym. You know, I'm walking high incline on the treadmill, get my son. little workout and trying to get my heart rate up son. for my 20, 30 minutes. Then this guy wants to be like, babe, how's my abs looking? That was how's an accident. How's my abs looking? That was an accident. He's like, I didn't do that on purpose. Is my, back, is my back fat still? I said, you know what? I'm going to give him some grace because <laughs> I understand that he's still working. He's a working actor. I forgot. And, you know, he has to maintain his physique. But sometimes it's a little difficult to hear when you... Don't ask your pregnant, wife, your pregnant wife how your abs looking. Don't do not do that. <laughs> That's a trigger. That triggers them. Don't do not do that. I was I like, up. your abs look great. Let's talk about your... your um. Oh my hair. Your waves. My waves that's going now. Your, your I don't got no more waves. You know why I don't got no more waves? Fourth pregnancy. That's a fact. A lot of the stress that I take off of her, you know where it goes? To my follicles. <laughs> my follicles is dis dissipating. They, they gone. They, they leaving. Aww. I get it. You still, get your hairline's still tight though. As long as I got my hairline, I'm good. Yeah, nothing little a little filler wouldn't, thinner, wouldn't couldn't thinner, thinner do. Thinner right, But I, you know, I'm, I'm going to rock with that. <laughs> but um, nah, I just, the first trimester's a beast. Mm -hmm. I just I just really want people to understand that as a, as a man you have to understand what comes with it. Mm -hmm. And um I be joking. I call her she all the time I I be go I be like oh here comes the bitch. And she be like don't call me no fucking bitch to <laughs> Why sound like yo? Her voice get mad deep though. Like she, don't call me no fucking bitch, Deval. I love I how like, I love how I have mad different voices. Sometimes I sound like I don't know like. <laughs> Kadeem, do you know yourself? I don't think you know yourself. You have never been married to yourself, so you don't know what I go through in here. Whatever. It's like an exorcism in here sometimes. I don't. Me and the kids, the kids know too. Ask them. Ask them about Kadeem's multiple personalities. <laughs> Deval be like, you live in an alternate universe. No, Deval. That's my favorite. You live in an alternate universe. Kitty, you live in an alternate universe. I don't understand. I was like, well, clearly you understand something because you're still here. So 19 years strong. October 3rd, 2002. You, you struggling just now to, to remember Baby that. brain. You That's a real thing to too, y'all. Baby brain. So there's just so many things happening at one time. But, you know, we rocking out. We rocking I'm excited. Out. First trimester was down, so... We're going to walk you out through this process. But first, we're going to have to take a break, pay some bills. And when we get back, we're going to speak to some of y'all. Kay's favorite part of the show. I know. I usually I actually miss this. Whenever we're like on our little hiatus and we come back, I miss having our listening letters. Because I want to see what's going on with y'all. I mean, if we're sharing what's going on with us, it's only right that we get up in y'all business a little bit. So we'll be back. We'll be back. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this, Nier, yes, Nier, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, so we're back. Listener letter time. Oh, I'll have missed these. Yes. 
All right, I'll read number one since I'm so excited. I've been watching you guys and it brings me joy and it's inspiring to watch. Thank you. I have been married for 11 years, August 15th. We'll make 12 years. Me and my husband's family is not close. Mm. We used to to be still. Okay, you don't, you don't like periods because this is a real, (laughs) this is a long (laughs) run on sentence. sentence. All right, let's let's dial this back. Um, No, it's literally just mad words. Nobody likes periods. Clearly, here we are. First trimester. (laughs) Um, Not as close as we used to be. I had three miscarriages and and got shot three years ago ago in a robbery. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, please, because I'm feeling some kind of way. We're going to blame it on the baby brain. Yeah, please. Because we all hope Kadeem really can But no, I'm starting to feel sad for her. She's a lot of stories. This is a story. Um, She said, uh, my mom passed away June 12th, just buried her. Uh, in July, uh, I'm just asking how I can get over this depression. I want to start trying again for my baby. Me and my husband for two years was not doing good, but now we are trying to make it uh, make it work. He is listening to me more, and I'm listening to him more, too, and talking. But I have been depressed. What can I do? Aww. Well, this is the first thing. The fact that you said you and your husband are working together and yes. listening and communicating, that's step number one. Very because good. Because most... Most issues in any relationship, whether it's marriage, friendship, mm-hmm. business, all start to splinter because of miscommunications. Mm-hmm. It's not even because or of lack wrongdoings. Thereof. Or, or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. It's not even because of wrongdoings. It's because, oh, this person was doing this, so I thought. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think when you communicate. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're speaking and, and working towards it together, I think, is the first step. Um, yeah. The second thing is she has to admit her depression to her, her husband. Mm-hmm. I hope that she has. Right admitted this to her husband and trying to get help i mean yes therapy is always a thing that i'm an advocate for yes you know some people rely on different forms of therapy we've also even you know spoken about better help yes. which is on um yes. one of our our sponsors here so you need professional help sometimes. professional help you have to kind of seek that sometimes but you have been through a lot three miscarriages you were shot in a robbery your mom passed away so I, that's a lot of different events that yes. could totally trigger that absolutely um so yeah try to and i'm, I'm happy to see that the, her and her husband are still together still yes. working on things you know what i mean mm-hmm. after the past two years um so i think you're on the right track maybe yes. just getting a little professional help might help um to kind of see how you can get out of this the slump that you're in and i wish you guys well you know three yeah. uh, miscarriages are not easy either no. um and i think once your body is kind of healed mentally physically yeah. um emotionally then it'll kind of be that powerhouse that a baby needs to thrive and grow in because absolutely you're trying to be pregnant in a, in a position like this yeah. when you're depressed is probably also too not the easiest thing either and i think so. also you just have to make a choice to wake up and and decide that you're going to be in a better space mentally mm-hmm. you know a lot of times people are looking for something else to pull them out of that and realistically, there's nothing that can pull you out of that. You mm-hmm. have to pull you out of that. Mm-hmm. So wake up in the morning and make a decision right. that you want to be better and then try to find things to make you feel better. Yeah, so. I think at this point, maybe she's had ample time to grieve yeah. those losses. So good luck to you, sis. Bang. Number two, I got you, baby. All right. Thanks. You just chill with your little pregnant self. <laughs> All right. You two over there. Oh, I'm doing buddy. a podcast. It's the first child doing a podcast with us. That is a fact. Yes, yes, yes. Baby boy. All right. Hey, guys. First thing first, I love you. We love you too. Okay, so here's my little problem. Boom. This person is from New York. Boom, check Boom. it. <laughs> Boom, check it. My boyfriend of three years. We broke up once. We broke up once but remained friends, but still did the usual is getting but still did the usually. God damn it, people. Let me explain something to y'all. Punctu- <laughs> punctu- punctuation. 
<laughs> it's very important. Proof in these read. Okay. <laughs> Proof read. But we still remain friends. But mm-hmm. still, we did the usual. Is getting fake married in order to help someone get their citizenship. Is that the usual? I mean. All right. I just found out. Ask a West I'm Indian. Eight weeks, I'm eight weeks pregnant and I'm stuck and don't know what to do. So let me read this all over again. Let me one bring more, it back. One more again. Boom. My boyfriend of three years. We broke up once mm-hmm. but remained friends but still did the usual is getting fake married in order to help someone get their citizenship. I just found out I'm eight weeks pregnant and I'm stuck. And don't know what to do. All right. So okay. What so trying what I'm trying is, to decipher here is: is she pregnant for the person that she married for the citizenship, or is she pregnant for her boyfriend? So what I'm thinking is: boom, boom. Her boyfriend of three years, they broke up, but okay. they're friends, right? But since they're friends, he was like, "Yo, marry me so I can get my citizenship." The boyfriend, With, right? Which she did, but then got pregnant. Ah. And now she's so pregnant, this is this one person, the that one we person. About. So Not- now she's pregnant and married to the same dude that was boom. Once her boyfriend. Right. But now, boom, about to be her baby daddy and her husband. She says, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like, you stuck, ma. Like, uh, uh. So where are we stuck? Are we stuck with wanting to have this baby or not have this baby? Are we stuck with wanting to be married? Or are you married? Because you said she's, that she's they, ma- they, got they got married. married for the fake married for the citizenship. But she's so, stuck. Right. So is this like a fake love, fake relationship? Are we rocking with him because we really like him, right. even though you guys were dating? Right, boom, boom. You might need to send some clarity, you. sis. No, no, no. I got this. I got this. Okay. Check this. Watch me break this down. Mm-hmm. Find out. Exactly how long you got to be married for the citizenship to stay in place. All right. Once you find that out, you make a decision about the rest of your life based on you avoiding jail. Because if you get caught, get married for your citizenship, one, you can go to jail. Number two, you can be deported. Mm. And those are two things you don't want. That's so figure those two things out first. All while pregnant. After that, make a decision of whether you want to. Keep the baby mm-hmm. because that's also a woman's choice mm-hmm. and stay married. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you what's best for you. Only you know. What I will tell you is this. Don't get that ass deported and don't get that ass <laughs> locked up. Fact. So figure those two things out first and then make a decision for yourself. That's a fact. Or you can Boom. send some clarity our way and let us know. We can further try we, to assist. Because we're guessing right now. We don't know what's really happening We're guessing in this on story. a possible situation and some hypotheticals. Yeah. <laughs> But it sounds like something that'll be on sisters. It does. It does. This is definitely. Gary got Matt Andy pregnant and they they not really made a fake marry because Gary ain't really a citizen. Oh, plot twist. Season four coming right at you. Sisters. (laughs) (laughs) I like that little plug for your show. It was cute. It was cute. Hope y'all watch every Wednesday, 9 p.m. BET. There you go. Zach, Team Zach. Mm -hmm. Team Zatima. Yes. All right. Well, if you want to be featured as one of our listener letters, y'all, make sure you email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C at gmail.com. C-E. What I said. You missed the E. I missed the E? You missed the E. Let me try that one more time. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail. There you go. You can't be talking to people about people punctuation and whatnot and then you spelling advice wrong. I'm pretty sure I said the E. Just in case. But when your pregnant wife tell you you didn't say the E. Rewind the tape. You just say the E all over. Rewind the tape. Learn how to say this. Whatever you want, babe. (laughs)
It's my favorite word. That's it. Whatever. whatever you want it's to my do. favorite phrase. All right, moment of truth time. Let's be talking about phrases. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let us know what your moment of truth is, baby. Moment of truth Ladies time. Ladies first. And my young king in there. I know. I know. I know. Moment of truth. All right. So dealing with the first trimester, pregnancy, and all that. Um, through every trimester, and of course, we're talking about the first, um, just gratitude is something that I always try to remember. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like I said, the end of last season, you know, thinking of people who are trying to conceive or having issues and things like that. Sometimes you kind of feel insensitive when you complain about being in the moment. You know what I mean? Um, But I do feel like you can coexist in a space of gratitude, but also being truthful and being honest about how you feel and about the changes that are taking place in your body. So I never want it to be misconstrued where it's just like, well, you asked to be pregnant again. You wanted this again. You've prayed for this baby. You know, you and your husband planned this out and here y'all are complaining. I just want to make it clear that people know this is not a session to complain or to (laughs) bitch and moan, but it's rather to share the the truths about it, to share our experience because we know the record has shown, at least in our podcast, that we're not the ones that feel not the only ones that feel the way we feel Absolutely. regardless of the topic we've had so many people that have reached out to say you guys have saved my marriage or i'm so happy to know that i'm not the only one that feels this way right. so it's it's okay to exist in a space of gratitude while simultaneously being truthful and being honest about the way you feel in the moment being pregnant so that's my moment of truth for today oh, i appreciate that thanks well my moment of truth um First and start and start. I want to go back to this is our rainbow baby. Yes, um, Kadeen and I have yes, expressed he is. before last year. This time we had lost um, a child right after trying to conceive mm-hmm. uh, in the summertime. So, with that being said, it puts things into perspective. Your wife is going to be tired. She's going to be irritable. Um, she's going to be in a bad mood. She's going to be nauseous. But there are so many people who can't conceive. And who can't carry babies full term, as a as a man, I feel honored that my wife can. So anything that my wife is going through, I take pride in knowing that I'm gonna help her through that mm-hmm. process. Even if it can be annoying. And and not for nothing, another moment of truth. It's okay, young man or older man who's having a baby for the first time to feel a little annoyed, but knowing that it's your job. Right. You know, because it, you're human as well. You're, you're human. And I know yes. some of you guys watch me on social media and I show me having a good time with my kids and, and enjoying pregnancy. And I do enjoy my wife and, and my, my family. But if you ever feel like you don't always feel at your best because you don't understand something, don't feel like you're less than a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I have those same feelings. Sometimes I wake up and I just feel like, damn, am I in the mood to be extra jovial today? You mm-hmm. know, sometimes I'm going through my own thing. So right. um, pick your pick your moments where you need to be honest with your wife or your significant other while she's pregnant. Let her know how you feel. But it is your responsibility to carry the burden of the emotional toll of having a baby is going to have on your wife, especially in the first trimester. That is your only job. You can't carry the baby. You can't give your wife a break. So, bruh, you just got to deal with it. That's my moment of truth. Deal with that shit. It will get better, and you will reap the benefits 10 months later. That's a fact. Yes. Good job, Ellis. Dap me up. Bow. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm happy to be back. I am happy to be back, too. And it was yes. almost a thing where we were kind of watching the calendar, and we're like, oh, shoot. We right. got to come back so we yes. can give y'all some stuff to listen to and to watch <laughs> while I go and have this baby. How about that? <laughs> yes. So be sure to follow us, y'all, on social media. We also do little 
little things there as well where you can kind of <laughs> keep up with us on a day-to-day basis. Yes. Um, but of course, that adds the podcast and I'm Kadeen I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Deadass, y'all. Deadass. We're back. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.